0: Welcome to a special 311 day version of the casting fun podcast i am your host albert pineda and joining me tonight are my good buddies uh, nick turner fourth time on the show oh hey now uh my good buddy sean lovano first time i've been looking forward to getting sean on the show i think uh, he's got some really cool insightful things to say welcome sean <laughs> thank you man thank you so so happy 311 day guys how's everyone feeling <laughs> happy happy
1: 311 day doing all right Awesome. Really good.
0: awesome. Can't, believe, can't believe it's another 311
1: day, another year. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, gr- grateful that, uh, that they're getting you to do the show tonight. I'm not tonight. I'm this weekend. Uh, we're not going to be there, obviously. But uh, like my good friends, uh, Leslie and George, they're going to be there tonight or tomorrow. Of course. So they'll be there. Nice. So I'll definitely get to ask her about how the show went, which is uh, really cool to hear about. But uh, yeah, we're missing our 4th we We're missing Marcelo. But we, he was kind enough to send us an audio clip which we're going to plug in somewhere later into this podcast, which I think will be pretty fun to hear his thoughts about 311 and why we love this band so much. So let's jump in right into it. Uh, I asked this question to Marcelo when I got to chat with him a few weeks ago on the podcast I did with him, uh, how he first got introduced to the band itself and uh, how he came to love their music. So I wanted to present that question to you, Nick, and to you, Sean, and then I would answer myself as well. So how did you first uh, find out about 311 and what is it that, really appeals to you uh, to, uh, about the band?
1: Well, for me, it goes back to uh, our good friend Derek Dupre and his family and his brother Josh. Um, and actually, as I was thinking about it, uh, your brother Danny, Albert. <laughs> um, so I think I think really I got introduced through Derek, but the first album I ever listened to was Grassroots and I borrowed it from Danny. Awesome. And I think I, I think I kept it for longer than he wanted to let me uh (laughs) and i just had that in the car in the Nickmobile, and the cd player every day all day um so i learned it was the album grassroots that i first listened to that got me to like them um and then from there just through derek and then meeting marcello and you and everyone liking them and their other albums just took off from there that's a short version awesome how about you sean
2: uh my older brother bought the blue album and i was looking through the the cd like the like the cover like the you know little booklet and i saw that they like they had you know how they have that one picture where they all have like the big like alien eyes painted on their on their face yeah yeah that that was was really cool because i was really into aliens when i was younger and then i saw and then i heard down and then i was just hooked ever since and then Uh, You know, I've known myself for a long time, so I thought he liked 311 and I met you guys. Those was great. You know, it was like um, I didn't know music could bring people together like that. Oh,
0: absolutely. 311 can do that, which is really cool. Uh, You know, for me, it was kind of an interesting uh, uh, situation. Like I first saw them actually on MTV, believe it or not. back when (laughs) MTV actually showed videos. So (laughs) Like, you know, a year after the, the Blue Album came out, they started getting their mainstream success and getting radio play. Yeah, so I yeah. saw the music video for Down with my brother Danny, as uh, Nick had mentioned. And to be honest, I didn't like Down very much when I first heard it. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it didn't seem like good enough th- to me. Like, I that was just kind of eh, like average. Uh, it wasn't until I heard All Mixed Up. I think that was a song that really mm. got me yeah. That was the next song, single after Down
1: very good song um,
0: and then no. but danny was the one who was hardcore into 311 at first before i really was so as nick mentioned he had a bunch of their cds and the grassroots album disappearing actually i thought it was Derek who had it but it is interesting to hear that nick was the one who actually had
1: it. <laughs> he he gave it to me i didn't take it uh just when he asked for it back i was like i'm not ready yet I'm not done oh funny stuff man. Plus, i knew it would piss him off so danny i'm sorry but you know <laughs>
0: But I know Danny's a regular listener to the show, so I don't. He's definitely uh tuning in for this one.
1: <laughs> anyway, I got to give him credit. Uh, <laughs> he let it's funny, too, because I that was the first album I listened to. But once I started listening to the other music, like the Blue album, like I had heard the songs on the radio and, and liked yeah. them. I just never was into them. So when I did hear them, I'm like, oh, OK, that's these guys. Like, I know them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so from there, that leads to the next question, your first concert. So do you remember, each of you, your very first V11 concert?
1: Yep. I'll let you go first, Sean.
2: I think I've, you might have to remember, Nick. It's the first time I met you, Nick, actually. Um, it was at Bakersfield or Barstow. Somewhere really hot.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. We went to so many. They all start to blend in now I think, that I'm I
2: think it was old. your first one,
1: first one after the mission. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. So, bigger still, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: still some are far, some are hot.
1: Wait, was I that? Remem- did Marcelo drive and like his AC wasn't working right? That, dude, oh, I, and it was such a crappy so drive and traffic. I wrote, and- down,
2: I wrote down my notes hot air. So this, this, <laughs> so, yes. So, his mom, so he got the, his giant, his mom's like maxed some of this old Nissan, right? And yeah. it was just hot as hell. And I remember he had the windows up to turn the AC on, but it was just blowing hot air. Like, there was no, like, nothing. There's like, no antifreeze or whatever makes AC cold. It wasn't, it was out. He's like, no, man. He's driving. He's like, put your hand on the vent. You can feel it, bro. You can feel it. I was going to say that. I remember that. It was hotter with the windows, with him blowing the hot air than it was the windows down. (laughs) It was so funny, man. Oh, wow. And, um, uh, sorry. And then, um, yeah, I just remember we went to the show and I was, I was really chill. I remember I bought like a, like this, like burgundy 311 shirt. And then I don't know who the opening band was, but I fell asleep. Like, mm. because it was just like little crappy arena and they had like the, really, it was like out, it was like left field pavilion where she's like all benches. I remember I'd laid down and like knocked out. I don't know, because, you know, the heat, because we were driving like two hours in the sauna. Like, I don't know what it was. I just knocked out for opening band. And then um, the rest was magical. And I was hooked. Oh, yeah.
0: Hey, so, so not to interrupt you, Sean. So if I remember correctly, that opening band was something corporate yes yeah yes it was because, okay so we'll, we'll get to my show after nicks but i mean uh, so the baker steel show that you're talking about is after or before my first show which was fresno but uh but let's get to Nick's story first
1: actually i do want to point out that i have a vivid memory of Marcello, uh doing that hand over the ac unit like hey it, it does feel cool right like you can tell it's cooling down and like mars or sean and i being like no it's not cooling down, man. Uh, <laughs> but he was trying to sell us on it, like, no, it, it's gonna work. Just, just wait, and eventually had to give up. By the way, Marcelo, I think is going to be joining us shortly.
0: Oh, is he? Oh, okay, let me yeah. uh, send him an invite then. I wasn't <clears throat>
1: sure if he was going to make it after I, all. I, oh, I, forwarded, I forwarded my email link to him, but he texted that to send him the link. So
2: <laughs> he knows we're gonna. He knows that he's gonna. He's the big part of these story, so I'm sure he wants to have his side heard.
1: Hey, I can respect that.
2: You
1: know Oh, he'll be free in 20 minutes. All right, well, so we'll, we'll still be recording?: <laughs> Yeah, So my first concert was uh, it was in Ventura, California. It was I lied to my parents because uh, it was on a Sunday. <laughs> Didn't want them to know I was breaking the Sabbath. So I <clears throat> lied to my parents, told them I was just hanging out with Derek or something, and uh, we drove down to Ventura. With Derek and his brother Josh and uh, his cousin Joe and uh, yeah it was one of the best concert I've ever seen and was hooked from that moment on and that was like one of the that trip I think was the first time I ever had a Red Bull got a Red Bull down there um, that was new to the world but yeah we drove two hours down to Ventura and went and saw it there and it was amazing. Awesome, man. Oh, it
0: looks like Marcelo's ready. Let me go ahead and uh, admit him right now. Here we go. That show, the Bakersfield
2: show, that was what, Nick? 2001?
0: What about 2003? No. It, 2003, 2003. Yeah. 2003. No. Oh, I had just Marcelo. High Marcelo, how's it going, buddy? What up? What up, I'm glad you made it.
3: Yeah, I my shoot went uh, over but ended earlier.
1: Oh, Okay. All right.
3: No, I'm saying, I mean, I, that doesn't make sense, but
1: sorry. <laughs> all right. You're here. That's all that matters.
0: Well, thanks for coming, man. Hey. Happy 311 day to you, brother. Hey, we got a question happy 311 for you, happy, day. Three,
2: happy 311 day. Hey, man, does the AC work in your car right now?
3: <laughs> Why? Yeah, of course it does.
2: <laughs> We were talking about my first 311 show, and the thing I remember most was you trying to convince us that AC was working in your mom's car. And it was just blowing in hot air. It was hotter with the AC on than with the windows down, bro. It was the oh funniest thing gosh. ever. And, and you put putting your hand over oh, the like, see, Feel it, feel it, bro. It's, it's cool. Out, it feels good, doing, right? It's, it's getting good. cooler.
3: You know nope. why I did that? It was probably because I, for some reason, like, with every car that I got, there was always a coolant issue, and, like, it was always overheating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny.
2: Well, what, 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 oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sean. True story. One time we're coming back from a Dodger game, and his car was smoking, bro. His Honda Civic was smoking on the 10 freeway.
0: Hey, man, oh that,
1: happens. that happens. That happens, Good times good times man
0: oh one, one thing i'll I'll give you props for Marcelo, is for those early 311 shows you were constantly our chauffeur man so thank you for being being a brother and uh, know, us all the time uh in fact i mean mm-hmm. to be honest back then i didn't like driving i mean i had my car my ford contour which was a piece of junk in fact <laughs> uh, this is a story story for another time because it was 311 day not aerosmith day but uh nick and i drove oh, yes. going to an aerosmith concert because i blew an engine post <laughs>
3: oh my gosh we'll have to tell that Dude, story I-
0: I'll tell you
3: why I tell you why I was the chauffeur. It it was mainly because I like, I think those early three eleven days for us, we always wanted to be in, in front of the barricade. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, if I'm going to drive y'all going to have to come whenever I say. And so we would end up, you know, waiting in line for like a few hours before they even open the door. Yep. But dude, Nick, Nick showed me the trick. I I don't remember where we were but he's like dude just hang back they're gonna start playing like freak out everyone's gonna be jumping up and you just like squirm your way through to the front
1: yep yep every time it works yeah oh awesome
0: okay so before you uh you had uh joined in Marcelo we were actually reminiscing about our own individual very first 311 concert so do you remember yours when you saw them for the first time live
3: uh, yeah, it was like 1999. I was working at Tower Records, and uh, and uh, it was right. It was right as like Sound System came out, because Sound System came out in '99, right? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah,
2: October exactly. '99. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, and the art department at Tower Records, those guys would always get free tickets from like the label because they were in charge of making like this unique art. And the guy who got me the tickets, um, I, I asked them the uh, two tickets. And I think I took Derek.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so. I can't,
3: but it was at the House of Blues on Sunset, May it Rest in Peace. Um, and dude, the, on the ticket, it said they were the only ones opening, right? I mean, they were the only ones playing. And the ticket said, like, 9 a.m., 9 p.m., and it lit- they came on at, like, 10.30, and they played a full set, and I was, like, fucking tired. I was, I'm freaking tired. Um, it, but it was a great, I mean, it was, like, my first time ever watching them. Uh, I think uh, Tim had a shirt that said Sugar High, and, yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, like, I think that really hooked me, The the first show really did hook me.
0: Awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, before we jump into the next topic, I want to just share briefly my, my first experience, which was with uh, two of the gentlemen here, Marcelo and Nick. Uh, the, the, thir- the other uh, member of our, our four-man team was Derek. Uh, it was to uh, Fresno, where, again, Marcelo drove in his, his mom's mm-hmm. car uh fresno i remember just uh, i guess the way people think of chino uh that's the way i saw fresno just uh, it's not a nice town Uh, i I don't think i have any listeners in fresno if i do i apologize but your your town's pretty pretty bad (laughs) but but it was a great show i mean again several hour drive uh with my buddies and marcelo's mom's car had overheated it was over 100 degrees when we got there but uh yeah it was my very first 311 show um the, the snoozer, uh, something corporate opened. But after that, was 311 was on and it was great. And I've been loving their shows ever since. So there you go. So that would have been the tour of 2003 touring for Evolver, where Nick and I had mm-hmm. mentioned you know, that tour was a really cool tour because, like, the a lot of the deep cuts from Evolver are really great that we do. Yep.
3: Yeah. Was it that circular venue that looked like it was, like, they used it for... Um, Boxing? They u- for boxing or for like uh, Lucha Libre, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that the the venue Mm -hmm. itself was called the Rainbow Room if I'm not mistaken
3: Oh yeah, that's right I almost got in a fight that day
1: I think (laughs) You got in a fight? What? Ah. (laughs) You think you got in a fight, you weren't even close
3: No, I wasn't close, but I was like I was like about to burst into some rage Yeah (laughs)
0: Okay, gentlemen, this is really cool, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so briefly, I want to just touch on uh, your favorite 311 album. uh, If anyone wants to jump in first. I've always
2: liked, I I always loved Homebrew. I think from beginning to end, it was a perfect album. And I think it was uh, great. I think I, I was surprised at how great it was for being the first album. You mean music Uh, or? Oh, music, music. I'm sorry, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm going to
3: have to say, uh, I mean, um, for me, I think it's, I think uh, sound system, I think just because it, that's when I really got into the band, but if I like. Like musically and just like deep cuts, I think Transistors like pretty amazing. Mm, it is. I mean, I mean, it's a spacey ass album. It's like such a
1: great album. It's really uh, great. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. i Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think it's always difficult. I still remember back in the day trying to answer this question and trying to figure out how to come up with an answer. And I was like, all right, if I could only listen to one album for the rest of my life, period, no other band in the world, I'm stuck on an Island. I got power and I can listen to one CD forever till I die. And I was like, all right, I, I ended up, I think between music and transistor. Uh, yeah. and I, I ended up with music just cause it's more upbeat. Um, but I remember thinking transistor cause it's, it's a little more chill and it's, it's longer. Um, but yeah, I think if yeah. I, if I could only listen to one album, I'd pick music. Awesome, man. Good pick.
0: Uh, you know, for me, I think I'd pick transistor. Uh, it was interesting that it was actually released on my birthday on August 5th, uh, uh, 1997, nice. which is a little significant thing for me. Uh, the, the longest album. So the most bang for your buck mm-hmm. uh, full of like, you know, radio singles, like uh, uh uh, beautiful, prisoner, disaster, yeah. prisoner, beautiful disaster yeah. uh, and then the songs like get very spacey like Marcelo called it like in fact if i remember correctly the 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 mix cd that Marcelo and derek put together the slow jizzle a lot of the songs were from uh that mix right or that, <laughs> the songs from the album were put onto that yeah mix. like uh inner light spectrum and uh use of time uh, that's good stuff yes
3: wait i think i think we should all give a big ups to josh dupre who was like the like OG, him OG. and uh, derek were the ogs of like putting like mixtapes together like a mixture of like 311 and slightly stupid
1: oh so, yeah i mean G love yeah that g love cd josh made is the i wish i could recreate it that was one of the greatest things ever
3: it was it really was man
1: yeah I that was agree. Like
3: early days of napster and like Kazaa, and that they would download all those songs and then put it on a cd <laughs> right yeah yep that's right
0: that's <laughs> a yeah, so Derek and Josh were definitely the the pioneers in doing that. We're
1: dating Looking ourselves. Same, right? probably lots of people who have done it. So, <laughs> right, everyone did it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Man.
3: Well, here I've got I've got a question for you guys.
1: Um, okay, shoot, man. what you got?
3: Uh okay. So, you know, let's just keep it real here. What's the last Three Eleven album? that you like really paid attention to?
0: Uh, it would probably be Uplifter. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, I mean, I, I still love the other albums, like the most recent ones, like uh, uh, Voyager, Mosaic, and, and uh, uh, Stereolithic, the most three most recent. But actually, I, I can't help but think that you could maybe play a little trivia game and like play a random song from one of those three and say, hey, try and guess which album it's from. I don't know if I could do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, some like bands that we love aren't always going to create hits. And I think for me, I think Uplifter was like the last one that I really, really um, like enjoyed. There's some deep cuts. I mean, like, uh, honestly, like the the later albums have like great songs. But like you said, it's hard to differentiate. Yeah. How about you, Nick?
1: Uh, I would agree. Uplifter was the last album I was like really into from them. The other ones, like they'd have a good song, but I'd I'd peter out after a while, after a year, it was like, eh. And I haven't seen 311 in a little bit, but I also noticed a lot of, or some of those albums, they wouldn't always play as many songs on. You wouldn't hear, you might miss, they wouldn't even play a song from some of those albums here and there at the concert. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: How about you? How about you, Sean? It would have to be uplifter. And then I remember I was into it. And then I moved to Mexico for a couple of years. And then I came back and that was it. Yeah, um, I just, I just couldn't get into the,
1: the newer stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, That's a, that a good question.
0: No, it's a good question. In fact, actually, we kind of went over the questions that I had. So from here on out, it's basically just going to be open discussion about shows, anything related to 311. Uh, one thing I wanted to just mention, uh, uh, we, I talked about this on our podcast, Marcelo, or well, your podcast, but the 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 album Universal Pulse obviously has your picture in it. So if, if not for the music, that should be a significant thing, right?
3: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like... Um it was like special, you know, you go from like sneaking in a point and shoot camera, you know, in your pants in like at the palladium to like them coming to the warehouse loft that I was living in downtown and like driving around the arts district and, you know, photographing them. I mean, it's, it, it's like a Cinderella story, if you will, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man.
1: You know, I, I got to witness it. I think more than anyone, um, Marcelo, working and I give him credit. I got to witness him go from, like you said, trying to sneak in a camera to meeting with management. Uh, I think was it Adam.
3: Uh, Peter, Peter, Peter,
1: Peter. Like uh, I'm trying to remember the first time and I can't, maybe you can, but the first time you struck up the conversation and we're like, Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to take pictures. Can I get a photo pass? And and then from that moment on, every time we saw him, then you had his email, and you'd yeah. get a photo pass to everyone, and you would give them the pictures. I actually still remember. I think the first time you took your good camera in on the photo pass, uh, you totally messed up. All the photos were crap. <laughs> the color was off. Yeah, I remember. Everything you, you, was so bad. Yeah, you developed it, and I remember like it was still cool as hell we didn't care or i didn't care like we're right. still just cool um yeah but also to point out how well uh, you've gotten at photography like from that first time and then like a year later you're they're putting your photos on their website you yeah know? yeah so props to you my man for doing a good job oh thanks man thanks
3: but you know dude like uh as much as it was like a i feel like it was more of a it's like a personal like you know, triumph for me, if you will, but I think like we all sort of like, you know, Sean got to know you guys through me because we all love three eleven and like it was like a community. And I think for me it was just you know, knowing that we were gonna go to so many shows and have to pay, I didn't want to like pay, so I had to figure out a way to get it for free, you know.
1: (laughs) We all all of us were trying that. You just happened to strike gold. You did, man. Yeah, I
2: re- I remember <clears throat> when you were doing the shows uh, consistently. Um, I remember you shoot us a text. All hey, right, guys, they're going. Uh, they're going on stage at this time, and I remember being around people like, oh yeah, they're coming out at like at like nine oh nine or something. And like, how do you know? And I was like, I just know these things, bro. <laughs> so I, you know, I definitely try to pull as much clouds as I could from that man. That was so cool.
1: Oh, that's funny. It was funny though on that, like in the concert progression, like I learned that from you too. That if I saw management, I would just ask them what time the band was coming out. Because
3: oh yeah,
1: anyone on the crew knows. I learned that because you you would learn, and I'd be like, oh, I can just ask anyone if you didn't. Yeah. know
2: it's it's uh, funny because. Oh, go ahead. I don't know, Gushan. I I I learned from you because I always. I always had like, um, like disposable cameras growing up. My dad always took pictures and i took a photography class at Citrus College and I wanted to go see this band play. And I did, I emailed the band on, or like MySpace and hey, can I take pictures of you, whatever? Like, yeah, come on, we're going to play at this place. And I go and then I, t- I shot like three rolls of film. And like and it was expensive to develop those roles. And I was like, I right, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore, bro. I can't spend like 35, 40 bucks just to get one picture. So funny. Um,
3: yeah. uh, Albert, can I can I did you guys play that story of the first time Nick and I met 311?
0: No, I haven't played it yet. So we were gonna get to that, but I don't know if you wanna just tell it live in person or do you wanna hear the clip? Because I've been practicing, <laughs> I can play the clip just like Put it right into the pocket. No,
3: I mean, I'd rather say it. Yeah,
0: then. So we went up
3: to Santa Barbara. Went up to Santa Barbara, and Derek was using his dad's dually, and his dually truck, and uh, he had, like, two gas tanks, and then, like, it started sputtering out on the 10 freeway. Hey,
1: can I cut cut in here? I want to add to your story. Um, So I, I specifically remember... You're right. Big dually truck, two tanks. Derek put gas in it. Come to find out the fuel filter on one of the tanks wasn't good, but his dad didn't tell him. <laughs> so, so he spent money on it. And I swear we, we didn't even get like two miles on the highway before the oh. truck started flashing up. And then um, when we got off the freeway, because it was like, well, there's car problems. Let's get off the highway. And then it died as we're getting off and we end up our exit it's a loop that goes under the freeway and we get stuck yeah. under the freeway and we have other friends with us and it's their first time going to a concert fawn and teammate and uh who else sergio sergio, sergio. and uh, we're all looking at Derek, and he's like i put gas ah it's, it's clogged um and so he switched fuel tanks, but we sat there like we couldn't push the truck. We sat there for five minutes and he's trying to start it on the other fuel tank. And he's like, it'll start. Just just got to wait. Like, trust me, it'll start. And then we had to get gas because the fuel tank that we switched to didn't have gas. So Derek was asking us to put gas in it. And we were like, dude, you were the ch- in charge of driving on this one. He's like, I already put gas in. Like, I need help. I already spent all my money on gas. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I mean, we had to pitch in. And then once we switched tanks, we got there, no problem. Oh, it's funny, man. <laughs> Yo, um, Marcelo, are you still there? I think we cut out for a second.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, when we wait for Marcelo to come back. So that's why I wanted to jump into next, just reminiscing about our favorite experiences and shows, because there's so many. So I'm grateful that we have uh, the extra time so we can take our time and just talk about it. Uh, I wanted to talk about the, oh, I was hoping Marcelo would be back for this one, but uh, to talk about the, the Wiltern <laughs> shows.
3: Ooh.
0: Oh, sorry. A little technical difficulties with Marcelo's audio. Sorry, man. Um, so Marcelo, if you can hear us, hopefully you can. Uh, the, the three Wiltern shows were amazing. Like, you know, weeknights in, in Hollywood. Uh I remember was it the third night or one of the nights that we went to uh, Pink's Hot Dogs? You guys yeah. remember that after the show? Yeah. But then mm-hmm. all three shows were different sets, so that was a cool thing about three eleven. Just yep. uh, the experience would be okay. You go to one show and then you go to the very next show, and it'd be a completely different experience.
1: And, yeah, part uh, of part of that, if I remember right, was uh, it was all the West Coast fans complaining because three eleven day was always in New Orleans. And that was, that's the big concert, three, four yeah. hours. Yeah. And all the West Coast fans are like, we, we all can't afford it. Like, how come we don't get a big show? And so their compromise at that point was to do three shows in a row, three days in a row over a weekend and do different sets. And it would equal one 311 day kind of. Uh, and they they made us pay more money for it. But what can you do?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, this is one of those things, man, that... Le- I don't even remember how much we paid. I don't even really care. That was amazing. Right. You know, I mean, that's where Hive became one. Of, no, was it Hive? No, I forgot. What, oh, I forgot what song they opened with. And it was.
1: Um, Which night, yeah. though? That's the question. Yeah, because it was a yeah, different song. Yeah, I can't remember. Night. Anyways, I,
2: I just remember. I remember more like the energy and the excitement. I get those weeknights. We go out to different eat eat different places. Went to Pink's. Like yep. I remember, I think it was the second night. Albert took his car and he left the sun the sunroof open. That
0: was my piece of junk contour.
2: <laughs> I, I remember your stress that they're gonna steal your radio or something like that. <laughs> uh, and they, some... like twenty year
0: old. Like yeah, nobody touched the car, man. <laughs> Just yeah, like, dude. Of a you know 25, 26, however old I was at the time. <laughs> Yeah, I just I
2: just remembered just hanging out having a good time and excited for the show. Like those three days were special for sure.
1: I remember uh, this is this is uh, I wish Marcella was Marcella was still here, but oh, he said one of the funniest things ever that made me laugh. And it's kind of mean, Sean. But, you know, we're always mean to each other. Oh. I still remember uh, as we're pulling into park, <laughs> you already know where I'm going. Yeah. I think, as we're pulling into park, and I think he was driving that night, and uh, he rolled his window down. There's a guy selling shirts in the parking lot, and he's like, "Hey man, do you have elephant size for my buddy?" Like so mean, but it was pretty funny, man. I gotta admit, <laughs> it was funny. But you got him back. I mean, so but that's. I
2: mean, that's. I mean, that's what happens when you grow up together. You know.
1: Yeah. Mm. No, it was beautiful. We all laughed. Uh, we all knew it was it a was joke. Strange. No, yeah. yeah. I just remember laughing my ass off. Like I can't believe you did that, but that's so
2: funny. I remember one of my favorite times was when uh, I was getting, re- getting ready to sleep to Mexico, and Marcelo was like, "Yo, just come to Vegas with Nick and Albert, and I'll get you a ticket for three eleven day." Mm. Yep. I remember I wasn't prepared. I like took my dirty laundry to wash it by hand in the hotel. I saw Serena Williams at the show. I was standing next to her. Awesome, you man. saw Tom Morello at that bar.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I got a picture then, with it.
2: Yeah, you took a picture <laughs> of me, but it was blurry. I mean, it was just like the M,
1: you know, like. <laughs> there's so um, many stories. That's funny. That's funny. it's hard to keep track of them all. Okay. I,
0: I mean I think mean, most people may not be aware, so I'll just go ahead and share it because it's at my expense. So I don't know. <laughs> So I, I don't really have that much experience staying at a hotel. At least I didn't back then. Now I do because uh, Allison and I travel pretty frequently. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't know that the candy that they leave there and drink. <laughs> and stuff, I didn't know that they weren't complimentary. So like, you know, I remember opening up a bag and Nick's like, what the freak? What are you doing? And that's like a $5 bag of M&M's. Like, what are you talking about, man? They just left it here for us to eat. Sure enough, it got tacked on the bill. <laughs> I still <laughs> couldn't figure out, hey, how do they know what you eat? What's going on? How, are they spying on us or what? No. So, oh, yeah.
2: man. So and then like, uh, cars on, the, on the way home, Nick buys eminence for
1: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I only cared because it was my card at the front yeah. desk. So I was like, I'm the one that's yeah. going like, to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, so, OK, here's a question. We've all traveled to see 311. Uh, what other bands have you traveled to see, though? It's not 311 subject, but I'm just curious. Have you traveled much to see any other band? Just for comparison's sake.
0: Well, again, I'm just the most recent, again, as we talked about it earlier, Nick, was uh, Garth Brooks in San Diego this past
1: weekend. Right. Uh, excluding that, so excluding so you're going that. going back over time, because you you did do that. Yeah. But that was one time. Like, is there another band you've traveled more than once to see?
0: No, there has a been. It's just you know, been 311, really. I did. One
2: time I did do 311 seven, six times in seven days. I started in San Fran. I did the all California and then Vegas. But actually, because I also like reggaeton, Spanish music. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to New York next Friday to see an artist, Bad Bunny.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Two uh-huh. weeks later. Two weeks later i'm going to miami to see him and then i got tickets to go see another artist j balvin puerto rico in june
1: oh man that's freaking dope dude
2: yeah nice. man so yeah man being in the pandemic man being locked in you just uh it's all about yolo now you never know <laughs>
1: true true i had i don't think i've really traveled that far for other bands either um Maybe slightly stupid, but not as far as 311. Like we've gone across the country to uh, see New them. Orleans, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, New Orleans. So New Orleans, Vegas. Um, yeah. I've seen them here in Texas now that I live in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was just curious, though. Yeah. The only curious, one I've like yeah, gone
0: to without you guys would have been
1: uh, Denver, uh, Red Rocks. I wasn't oh, there either. Now, you yeah. went to Denver one time by yourself, though.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I met up with friends there, like uh, Danielle right. and uh, some of the people she knew
1: and Marcelo. Right, was, right, right. True.
0: Yeah, Red Rocks is amazing. I mean, it's uh, I would say go see anyone there. I think it yeah, it's, I've it's still,
1: been still great. never been there. I'd still like to go there someday. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. What other? That's the thing. So uh, I sent a picture earlier. So we went to Vegas once. They were playing at the GameWorks store. And uh we got tickets. I think it was, it was Derek, Marcelo, and myself. I'm trying to remember if there was someone else there. I don't think you went, Sean. Um, and yeah, so we drove up there, and it was great. It was just in, they put a stage. I mean, it's a Gameworks. They put a little stage in there. Jimmy Kimball kind of hosted because they were promoting games, too. Uh, he was there, and it was a great show. And I remember at the end, uh, Marcello. Uh, It was coming up to the encore and Marcelo started chanting, you know, F the BS for him to play that song. He started it and we got the whole crowd to chant it and uh, they weren't going to play it, but they ended the show with that song because Marcelo started chanting it. It was just a cool experience to see how the band felt, felt the love and everything from the crowd and just, all right, we're going to give you what you want.
2: Awesome, man. Very cool. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. yeah. What was your favorite opener? And do you remember where you saw it? Like opening song.
1: Oh, 311's favorite? Like yeah. them, their first yeah. song of a concert? Yeah. Ooh.
0: yeah. The the Red Rock show that I went to, they they began with the Hidden Transistor intro. And that was really cool to hear. I think I was one to be one of the few rare times I've ever remember hearing it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting and crazy to think that on the CD you have to like
1: it's hidden on the CD, but mm-hmm.
0: the vinyl of uh, a Transistor, which I have, it's actually right on the very first track. So like you see so hey, so
1: on the record, it's there. We should tell the young people that are listening that don't know about CD players and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have your tracks and we were, we're always used to a hidden track at the end, meaning you just when the album stops, the clock keeps going. And at some point you hear music this one you had to put it in and when the first song started you had to hold the rewind button on your mm-hmm. cd player and it would go back to zero so it was hidden in front um and in fact i would agree i think the first time they i heard them open with that um was at the will turn and when they that was one of my favorite things i think parsley kind of where you're going albert it's so rare yeah like they'd never played it before and i'd heard it you know on the cd but once i heard it live i'm like man it it was so much better live oh yeah i loved it oh
2: yeah i think mine had to be when they played at the grove in anaheim when they opened up with hive Mm. i remember that that was that was different also yeah you know after that after that opener i was like this is my top five favorite 311 song it was different. I never expected it, and it was just one of those songs that's cool to listen to. But live was another. It was another beast. Oh yeah. But I'm also thinking it wasn't an opening song. But when we saw them at Dodger Stadium, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it started like uh, it started to rain a little bit when they played "Beyond the Gray Sky."
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that.
1: I believe I was not there for that one. That was one I missed somehow.
0: Yeah, that was a that was uh the the free show, right? You had to, just have to register online and you can get in for free. And it was in the, the parking lot of Dodger Stadium.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I was working yeah. something, I could I couldn't make it.
2: Yeah, I think that was such a cool experience. You know, this is one of those things, it's it's I mean not as big, but it's kind of one's like when Prince played uh the Super Bowl and started to ring. He played <laughs> ring. I was like right. feeling the gray sky right when it started, you know, sprinkling the outdoors at Dodger Stadium, you yeah. know, our
1: cathedral out west yeah yeah really <laughs>
2: you
1: know uh what's uh, so what uh what's one of your favorite concerts period from them where the set list you just loved Oh, uh, have guess... you ever thought of that like because we've seen them so many times but like which concert kind of you're like man that was just really good they're all great but which one yeah. kind of stuck out as like as the complete concert and performance is one of your favorites.
0: Uh, I want to say it was one of the, the Greek theater shows that we went to, Nick. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say like, uh, for the, the Evolver tour, I think they toured, the, they did the
1: Greek, that tour. Yes, they did.
0: But I want to I say it's that one, because there was another Greek show that uh, they played with the Whalers, And uh, that one I thought was good, but I don't think it was one of the better shows. But I want to say that that would have been 2006 with the Whalers, But in 2003 for Evolver at the Greek, I think, I had to look on their website, which is pretty cool. That Three Eleven takes the time to actually print out, post their their set list for every single show they've ever done, yep. which yep, is really yep. cool. So that's what I would probably have to do. But if you're asking just off the top of my head, I want to say that uh, Greek show in 2003.
1: What about you, Sean?
2: Uh, I went solo. It was the I think it might have been the Catalyst up in Santa Cruz. Mm. I don't know if it was because that's the farthest I've ever been. I went to San Fran. Um, I met Pina and Essay. It's just, uh, I think I was more of a trip of the, like, the the whole trip in total is why I think that was my favorite show.
1: Nice. All right. So I'm going to, I think you got to say like a 311 day only because you get to hear like four hours of concert, which you don't get to hear anywhere else. So anyone Mm could pick a 311 day concert or, those but i actually agree with you albert it was that greek show was my first thought uh and yeah evolver they played a lot of songs from evolver and uh, like Mm. the stage they had they i've never seen the production they had um but yeah they played a lot of evolver songs and to this day it was the only time i've ever heard of do that and i really liked it that was one of my favorite ones also was that greek
2: what was the tour nick where you got extra tickets and Tad went.
1: That
0: would have been uh, Oh, that was
1: with Snoop Dogg. 2008, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Dave, yeah. Dave and Ellie went. All right. Yeah, yeah. So for those, I, I ordered tickets. Uh, so another 311 story. I ordered tickets, bought four, um, four showed up, and then another four showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. So I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what to do with these. Uh, so. I gave the four, gave a pair to my brother and our other good friend Dave. And I think that was his first time seeing Three Eleven. I really wanted to see Three Eleven, so, um, so I kept the better seats and gave them the seats that I knew I actually purchased. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got to the venue and uh, got to our seats, and no one was there. And uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember which band it was during. If it was, I think it was during Snoop actually. Uh, But someone else showed up and we got kicked out. And I'm like, look, I got, I got the seat, the tickets. Like we had duplicate tickets. But uh, so I had to go. Right, this is in Orange County, I had to run all the way down the hill back to the front gate entrance at the box office at Irvine Meadows, or I don't know what's it called now, Albert. Uh, it's been demolished.
0: It's not no longer standing.
1: Okay, yeah, and it's changed. I guess 2.5 so uh,
0: uh, amphitheater is like a different, like down the street amphitheater in Irvine now. But
1: gotcha. Yeah. Like it's a long walk from you. The yeah. gate. So like the other three people I was with, like they stayed in the back so they could still watch the concert. I'm like, I'm on the bottom. You guys stay and watch. I run back. I'm fighting with them. Come to find out, there are two Nick Turners in the LA area. <laughs> they sent me his pair of tickets he had to deal with getting his replaced so i'm there fighting with them going here's my id here's the ticket and so they see that oh there's duplicates and uh, so i was like hey you know i'm i'm missing the concert i i paid good money and i in me and my friends are missing it because of your mistake and because i've been to so many concerts i know how it goes i'm like look i want pit tickets like you owe me pit now because I'm missing the concert. And she looked at me and smiled and was like, yeah, hold on. Let me talk someone in the back. And it still took like three or four minutes. And uh, she came back and handed me four pit tickets, ran back in and went down to the pit. So it was worth missing a couple songs.
2: Awesome. Man. I think but uh, just
1: another weird story, random <laughs> kind of thing.
2: I That one, that show stands out. Well, because of that, but. I remember, I think it was after Love Love Song came out after 50 mm. First Dates. So either really big and I, I don't know if that increased their budget, but I just remember since it was one of the first times I didn't see them in pit. you know, I was, I just remember that the light show and the production they had behind it and the, oh, huge, gotcha. and, the, and the stage had a big 311 on it. I thought that was really cool. It was like, Oh man, these guys are like really big. They put like a lot of effort into this. And so that was really nice to see the show, to see a show from afar where up close. All you see is heads and a bunch of different
0: lights. Yeah, that's really you cool. Know? Yeah. Uh, going back to Nick's story, if I remember correctly, Nick, uh, they gave you priority for being able to buy pit tickets for the following year's tour, right? Because I remember correctly, in 2009, uh, that was uh, Ziggy Marley and the Expendables, where the three of us, you, me, and Sean, we got to be right there in the pit for the Irvine show.
1: Yeah, one of the guys that, uh, so after the concert, I think I emailed in, uh, cause the pre-sale was done by, you know, a different company. Mm-hmm. So the next day I emailed in and was like, Hey man, I'm pissed. Like I got kicked out of my seat. I had to go fight. Like I eventually got back in, but it was kind of an inconvenience. And, you know, so the guy emailed back and was like, yep, totally our mistake. It was our fault. So next time they're in town, uh, just, you know, email me and I'll, I'll make sure you get pit tickets. So next time they came, my, I emailed him, and we have pit tickets.
0: Very cool. Yeah, Allison was actually asking me that the other day. Like she was asking the question, "How was the when was the closest you ever were to a concert?" And I was like, "Oh, it had to have been that that 311 show with uh, Ziggy and the Expendables, where we were right there in yeah. the pit."
1: I I can't count how many times I've been on the rail. Yeah, you know, one of my first concerts at the Palladium. I cut my eye open in the mosh pit. Had to go. Get stitches after. I did, I did go get it looked at by the people at the venue. They like put a band-aid on it. They're like, there's not much we can do here. I was like, cool, as long as it stops bleeding, I'm going back to the concert. Uh I don't think you were there for that one, Albert. That was no, I wasn't, better. but
0: you told me the story. In fact, if wow. I remember correctly, you used like your t-shirt to kind of like uh gauge the wound or or like stop the bleeding a little bit. Yeah,
1: I think I took the wife beater off and was yeah. using no, wait, it wasn't mine, it was someone else's. Some other guy gave me a shirt. And it Not was all hurt. sweaty, but I was like, ah, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, I'm sweaty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just used a random shirt. Um, awesome, man.
2: <laughs> so many stories. I remember Nick was ready to mosh pit when he would we'd pick him up and he'd walk out with his knee brace. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's ready. He's ready to mosh pit today.
1: <laughs> oh, I love, I love the moshing. I will admit. Still a fan of it. I think everyone's kind of weak nowadays. They don't do it.
0: I awesome. don't know why. Awesome. Um, anyone else got anything else? I mean, uh, I was pretty much all the uh, questions I had.
1: Uh, you know, we should uh, we should play Marcelo's story since he got cut. He didn't really get into it.
0: Oh, okay. We got, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me play it. He,
1: yeah, he did this it, but then lost it. So let me go ahead and uh, cue that up really quick. Yeah, yeah, play it. It was the first time that we met 311.
0: Okay, all right, so for those listening, this
1: is uh, Marcelo's, uh, here we go, Marcelo's
0: story, let me see if I can do this,
1: okay. Story of Derek driving Santa Barbara.
3: So one of my early 311 memories is actually with Nick, who is on this podcast, and we went up to the Santa Barbara Bowl. And it was sort of like a debacle from the beginning because Derek Duprey took his dad's truck and it was this like dually diesel truck that had like two gas tanks. And uh, I think Derek didn't know that one of the gas tanks was empty. And so we're driving on the freeway and then like the car stalls out. And I, I really don't know like all the ins and outs of what happened, but we totally, Stalled on the freeway and then we like coasted part and then we figured it out and then we continued up to Santa Barbara but while we were there in Santa Barbara uh Nick was hanging out by like the backstage entrance it's just basically like a little fence and he was hanging out there and um he was just hanging out there and I guess he heard of the local radio DJ talk to something about like there was going to be a meet and greet before the show and nick like overheard this guy talking and nick's like hey derek marcello come over here and just wait around and so nick started getting buddy buddy with this guy and he will basically tell nick hey there's like three people that aren't that didn't show up so if they don't show up we'll let you three go in uh, so they didn't show up. We got into the meeting and greet and got to meet all the guys. It was like really cool. I think I had just gotten my wisdom teeth out, so my face was like super puffy in all the photos that we took. But uh, I had all the members of 311 sign a. They signed a, uh, a a dollar bill, and I had it in my wallet. And as we were leaving the venue, they were selling like bootleg T-shirts. And I totally, totally spent that $1 on like a $10 bootleg t-shirt that, I mean, that dollar is definitely not worth, you know, it's worth something to someone, but like to the general public, it's not worth anything. But to me, clearly at the time it was worth everything. And I felt so stupid that my $1 bill was not, yeah, that I gave it away. It was so stupid. I was such a friggin' idiot. Um, but yeah, Nick and his little sneaky ways got us into the 311 pre-show meeting group back in nineteen no two thousand. Yeah, that's that was a that was a great tour.
1: There we go. So that was it was May twenty sixth of two thousand. So yeah, Santa Barbara Bowl This is back before they remodeled it So I think it was like It was dirt at the bottom At the pit And the bathroom wasn't remodeled either I think it was like upstairs It was weird It was really small But I actually went to the restroom And I heard some guy was out there Yelling at someone else Like, hey uh, Like I'm gonna I'm gonna give away the backstage tickets Over near that area And I just overheard it And I'm like okay like i don't know what that is but we were there early Uh, we got there super early and i'm like i'm just gonna go over there so i went i made them come over i'm like hey guys just come with me i want to check something out and uh get over and i strike up a conversation with the guy and i ask him i'm like hey you know i was over near the restroom i heard you talking about like giving backstage passes away or something and he was like oh yeah yeah i'm with the local radio channel you know we did a giveaway and so i'm in charge of handing them out to the people that won the tickets and uh you know i was like okay oh that's cool that makes sense gotcha just like i heard it and i'm like i got to go find out more cuz and he was like no i totally respect that where you you know you guys from around here so we just started chatting with him uh so we're like no nope, we're from L- the la area he's like oh you drove up from la aren't, aren't they playing in la and i and we're like yeah we saw them there too um He's like, oh, dang. So, you guys are really big fans. Like, that's pretty cool that you drove all the way to Santa Barbara. So, we were just chatting with them, telling them, you know, like, oh, yeah, we really like them. Or, I think we saw, like, we saw them five times that month, maybe. But so, in it, he was like, all right, you guys are cool. He's like, hey, I'll tell you what, you know, like, sometimes people don't show up in time to claim their tickets because we got to go back at a certain time to meet the schedule. So, you know, if someone doesn't show up, man, I'll I'll hook you up. So, I'm telling Derek and Marcella, like, dude, just wait here, man. Just we might get backstage. We just got to wait. And then our other friends that were there, we just kind of, we pretty much left them hanging. So we (laughs) abandoned the other three people to go backstage. And we're like, hey, guys, thanks. Uh, But my favorite part about this, one of my favorite parts about the story is uh, the guy's sitting there and he's got one free ticket left. And I remember looking over like, well, of the three, there's no one. I would want to separate of that group. And there was some other guy standing there with his girlfriend. And he straight just said, I'll take it. And he took it out of the guy's hand. And he like turned to his girl and was like, I'm sorry. And just went backstage and totally abandoned his girl to go back and meet the band. Uh and so yeah, I sent you guys that picture earlier. Like I didn't have anything for him to sign either. And they gave me a sheet uh that just had the band's name on it, the logo to have him sign it but that was the first time we got to meet him all because i got lucky and overheard the guy and wasn't afraid to just go ask him
0: awesome man very cool story i remember hearing that and i remember seeing those pictures of marcelo too so yeah he uh was definitely a trooper like sticking it out after wisdom teeth pulled because that's uh pretty painful
1: yeah that was close you know we were getting ready to go on our missions and so even so right before marcelo left the weekend before we saw 311 was it three days in a row? I can't, man, it's been so long now. I can't remember what was first, but we did uh, <clears throat> the Cypress Hill smoke out. Sorry about that. They played there. We went, we got backstage there, saw them, and then we flew up to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw them in San Francisco. Uh, flew back that night. There's a whole story to that. That should be told, but with everyone that was there. Yeah. Uh, and then saw them in L.A., And then, no, we saw him in L.A. before San Francisco. Then San Francisco was last. We get back in town and like Marcelo leaves the next day to go on his mission. So like when we landed, he was like, I got to go buy clothes for the mission Uh, because he was checking out within 24 (laughs) hours. So it was a great way to send him off on Uh his mission. Very cool, man. Love it. Love it. So this
0: has been really cool, man. This has been great. uh, Reminiscing about old times and talking about 311. Uh, Any other talking points we want to bring up before we wrap up? Happy
1: 311 day.
0: Happy Happy 311 day. day. Oh, oh, definitely want to get the crew together again to talk. There's so many good stories to continue on and uh, uh, branch off into other stories. I mean, we talked about a few other things that would be cool to bring up in other podcasts. And then, Sean, I want to hear more about the the pizza business, man. So we definitely want to have you on yeah definitely okay well thanks again everybody this has been really cool you've been listening to the, the casting for fun podcast happy 311 day everyone